There are many ways people listen to vision, including on smart speakers. Just tell your smart speakers to play Vision Christian Radio. Alexa, play Vision Christian Radio. Vision. Yep, it really is that easy. You can also say, play V180 Radio for our music channel. It's just another way that Vision is helping you look to God daily. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson. Welcome to another 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. Remember, you can hear 2020 weekdays on Vision from 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. James Condon is the Commissioner for the Salvation Army Eastern Territory, which encompasses Queensland, New South Wales and the ACT. On Sunday, he was in the Blue Mountains, travelling with one of the chaplains, seeing firsthand what effect fires have had on that area. He also had the opportunity to thank the many members of the Salvo's emergency response teams who've been on the ground since mid-last week. He spoke to Matt Gies late yesterday about what he saw and the way in which the Salvation Army is involved. I went to the Blue Mountains on Sunday morning and I chose to go with our New South Wales Rural Fire Service senior chaplain who's a Salvation Army officer and he was able to get me into areas that I would not have been able to get into. So I saw firsthand the devastation and the heartbreak. I've never seen anything quite like it before. We went into streets where so many homes were just reduced to ashes. It was just a scene of heartbreak and devastation. So when you uh, go through that area, what what sort of things are going through your mind, though? It must be hard to fathom just the way that the fire has just reduced things to ashes and the impact it's had on people, let alone on property. That's right. So um, one of the first streets I went into, the Salvation Army Mobile Emergency Service Unit was serving breakfast, and they told me they'd uh, served 100 people that morning with breakfast so the people were gathering together and beginning to uh, express their grief but one of the other one of the things that really stood out to me were was the fact that people had lost everything in terms of material possessions but at the same time people were really thankful that they were alive they still had each other their families and they had their own life they were still alive yeah Mm. And that's been a big thing that we've heard quite often throughout the last uh, week and a bit is there hasn't been any loss of life. And I don't think there's been anyone who has downplayed that. No, that's correct. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting talking to people as we moved around from street to street because some people were searching through the ashes. And the thing that people felt the most about, many of them, anyway, that I spoke to, obviously were personal possessions and memorabilia, and in particular photos, which were, which are irreplaceable. Yeah. yeah. What sort of emotions did you encounter from people other than just that sheer um, survivor instinct? Um, certainly grief and loss, thankfulness, I think anger too. Some people were expressing anger. And um, the other interesting one we experienced as we talked to people uh, as we moved around from street to street, where people's houses 
were still standing and hadn't been affected by the fires. One of the interesting uh, emotions being expressed in relation to that was uh, just the whole feeling of, well, why me? Why was my neighbour's house destroyed uh, but mine is still standing? And even feeling emotional about that, that they, they, they had survived, which was interesting too, yeah. Mm. And so, particularly in, mm. in close-knit communities like that where people are close to their neighbours and to the people in their street, yeah. Mm. What's it like for you as commissioner to be able to do this sort of thing? I mean, it's not normal for the commissioner to be able to get out into the field because you know, at that level you're usually the one who's trying to coordinate things from the top down. Exactly right, Matt. And I had, being Sunday, I had a, a preaching commitment on the Sunday morning but I decided, uh, or probably mid-afternoon on Saturday, that I needed to get up to the mountains. I always believe for myself as the commissioner that I do need to keep in touch with the front line and to be there uh, for our own people to thank them and encourage them, but in this case also to connect with the people uh, who had lost so much and were experiencing devastation and heartbreak. So I always feel it's important to express appreciation uh, to our people serving um, at the front line. Speaking of front line, what are some of the figures that you're able to give us at the moment of, of where your teams are, what sort of areas are they in, and, and what sort of capacity have they had to deal with? Yeah, um, we have some large mobile canteens that have been around the Springwood, Winmalee area, and that's the general area where over 200 homes were lost. Uh, so the mobile canteens have been out there, either serving refreshments or serving meals, but also just simply being there for people. And one of the powerful moments for me on Sunday morning, uh, we drove down a particular street and it was just all ashes and ruins of houses, and we just happened to stop at a given point, and we were just there at the right time because a young couple... Uh, had just returned from holidays and were seeing their home in ashes for the first time. And we were able to stand there with them as they experienced grief and loss. And I was able to uh, uh, pray with them uh, as we just stood there and shared with them. They'd only lived in the house uh, for three years. Um, there's lots of things we're doing for people now as a follow-on to that. I think it's important to be there for people, to support people, to listen, to provide advice, but also in very practical ways the support and help that we're giving at this time as well. Mm. Now, we've spoken to uh, the Silvers on many occasions in times of emergency and disaster, and to, to clarify that role once again, your primary role is not actually there as... Um, a chaplain, is it? Your primary role is actually there to support the other emergency services by doing something unique, and that is being able to offer that food and refreshment. Yeah, that, that changes from state to state, state to state, according to the disaster response plan. But um, so we're, we're doing whatever needs to be done, really. Yes, in relation to the disaster plan in line with the government, uh, in some states we provide accommodation, but uh, serving food and refreshments is a key one. Uh, yes, we're there for emergency services personnel, and I saw that firsthand Sunday morning, but we're there for the people who've lost all as well. And Salvo's stores in Springwood in the Blue Mountains, which wouldn't normally open on Sunday, 
but we opened up on Sunday and when I first arrived up the mountains, the number of cars that were lined up, even with trailer loads, has donated goods, dropping them off at Salvo stores. So we turned that immediately into an operational centre, and I got to the site, and the manager said to me, so much stuff is coming in, we need to let the people know that they can come here and receive help. So I got straight on to our media team and said, get a message out, put out a press release, People come to Salvo stores at uh, Springwood uh, because people were donating food, clothing, blankets, furniture. And a couple of hours later in the day, I returned to the Salvo store site and that's exactly what was happening. There were people there who had lost everything who were uh, receiving help from us. The other thing I'd like to comment, uh, just a, a little while ago, I checked with the figure and uh, at this point, um, $3.1 million dollars has been donated to our bushfire appeal. It's also an incredible presence because being that Christian organisation, that church organisation, for me it, it speaks volumes and we've seen a few other church-based groups who are able to do this. First and foremost, you're there providing that practical assistance, as you said, whatever needs to be done. But by being the church, by being that presence of God within that community, things can change and, and be able to impact people in that spiritual way, isn't it? Absolutely. The Salvation Army has been described as Christianity with its sleeves rolled up. And we are there giving the cup of cold water in the name of Christ. Yes, definitely. Well, James, at this time, um, is there any specific things that our, our listenership right across the country is able to pray for the work that you're doing? Yeah, I think um, we want people to see Christ in what we're doing and the help we're giving giving and to see Christ through our people who are expressing his love for people in their hour of need in practical terms. So pray for our people. Uh, pray that the Lord will keep them strong. Uh, pray for the people that are experiencing grief and loss, that uh, this will be a time when they will think of God in their lives and the fact that God is there for them. Uh, I think of Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength, a present help ever there for us in time of trouble, time of need. Mm. And, of course, if you're able to financially assist, uh, the Salvos have got their bushfire appeal at all of the Woolworth supermarkets across Australia, as well, obviously, through the uh, usual online processes. That's correct, and Woolworths are matching it a dollar for a dollar. Yeah. And we're really grateful to Woolworths for that. All right. Uh, it's great to uh, have a chat to you, James, and thank you so much for uh, sharing some of your time and uh, keeping us informed as to what's been happening with the uh, the firefighting effort and the uh, obviously the uh, recovery and support effort as well. Yeah, thank you very much. Good to talk to you. Thank you. You can donate to the Bushfire Appeal via our 2020 page at vision.org.au and see some of the photos from the Commissioner's visits. You can see them at facebook.com slash visionradio. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.